one. What day is it? It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. You made it. I made it. You made it to Friday. It's, actually, this week went very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure why that why that is, but it did. It's the uh, worst day of the week, man, because it's Friday. You hate this day because yeah, you can't right. work for two days. That's right. I, they make me stay at home. They make, make you, me. Make you stay at home on the weekend. God. That's so horrible. How horrible. How oppressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Okay. Well, here we sit. Um, do I want to kick off with Lisa? Do you want to talk sure. about that for a yeah. few minutes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, wow. Yeah. Shocking. You said you were shocked by it? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, you probably followed her a lot more than I did. I, I didn't really know much about her, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, it, what's always taken me aback with her is just how much she looks like him. And, uh, and, and his mama, Gladys. Wow. Really? So, yeah. If you look up a Google image, Gladys Presley, right. Elvis's mom, Lisa was like, it's scary, right? Scary. Wow. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I when I heard she'd pass. I mean, I, I, I didn't watch the Golden Globes, but I, you know, saw the footage of her uh, and her mom when uh, what's his name, the Butler guy, got the uh, award for for playing him in the uh, in the movie. And my initial thought was, wow, she. And I'm just going to say it. She looks horrible. Yeah. She just really didn't look well. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it, it's just one of those haunting moments when somebody passes where she's in the public eye all of a sudden for a few days right it was his birthday and she was at graceland so Mm. they're covering that this past weekend she's at the golden globes you Mm. know Uh, the elvis movie was a was a huge deal last year and she spent a lot of time as did priscilla with austin butler with austin butler okay so 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 he got he got he he wanted to spend time with him so he got elvis and he got him boy did he ever it's just weird though how she was there in the public eye and then just a few days later this happens yeah and we don't know anything else other than she went into cardiac arrest. That's all we know. We don't know what caused it. Uh, basically, uh, she was at the house. Uh, she lives in Cal- lived in Calabasas Mountain there in, in California. And her ex-husband, who lived with the family, Danny Keogh, who really kind of shepherded her through her music career. Right. She was married twice, Michael Lockwood, Danny Keogh. She was actually, I think, married twice to Danny and was currently divorced from him. And then, of course, Michael Jackson and and uh, Nicolas Cage. She was married to them as well. She had uh, three girls, twins with Michael Lockwood, and then with Danny Keogh had, had Riley and a uh, son by the name of Benjamin who committed suicide tragically two mm. years ago. I remember that? Yeah, that was. Mm. She never got over that, right? You know, you, know, you don't, <laughs> right? Right. Trust me, you don't get over it. But she definitely was heartbroken, and she had penned a, a memoir to him this week to People Magazine, where she wrote a note to oh, him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Just this week. This week, and she talked about uh, you know uh, I, I, I just I can't get over this. I'm devastated. And um, I'm here for the girls. The reason I'm still here is for the girls. Right, right, right. Riley is a fairly successful model and actress. She's like probably around 30-ish maybe, something like that now. And then the two twins, I think they're 14 or 15. Right, right, right. And, of course, mm. Benjamin is, is is deceased. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like you. When I saw her uh, over the weekend up at Graceland, and, boy, great pictures of her. She used to be, uh, when she would go to Graceland, particularly for his celebration, she would uh, go out and hang with the people and right. j- walk around them. She wasn't right. like cordoned off, you know. She would go walk mill about with the folks. Right. And they're all taking pictures and there's selfies all over the internet, but she did not <laughs> look good there. Looked very gaunt and drawn and uh, 
lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, she did she, not look healthy. After Danny, or not Danny, after Benjamin died, she really became somewhat of a recluse. I mean, kind of right. like stayed to herself and, like I say, was in terrible, terrible grief. So we don't know. I mean, she fought opiate addiction at one time and overcame it. Right. And so no drugs were found there, they said. that's We're just going by the reports, early reports. So we have no idea. Huh. Well, well yeah. hopefully we'll find out more, I mean, you know, in the coming days, I'm sure. Yeah. But just sad, you know, and no, uh, just that family, what they've had to endure just yeah. all the way around. I mean, think about what her mom now is going through, mm. uh, you know, having lost the grandson and now And her. the kids, the girls. And the, the girls, they're mm. at that young age. I mean, that's that's just, it's just tragic. And all tragic. the stars that turned out to... to <clears throat> write a note to her. She was right. a Scientologist, so right. Leah Remini and uh, John Travolta, they were very close, mm-hmm. and uh, he, wrote a, he wrote a note to Baby Girl yesterday. Baby Girl, I'm so sorry, but I will right. see you again. And um, Anyway, she had her own musical career. And I, that's something I, I had no idea about. Yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah, no, she did. And Danny Keogh, her husband, uh, kind of shepherded her through that. Right. And while she was eerily similar to Elvis in a lot of ways in her music career, <laughs> uh, and, and in so many ways, you remember the movie, how Colonel Tom had kind of cleaned him out right. and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Well, she had a manager who did the same thing when she sold the house. Ugh. And so, uh, but same thing. I mean, she she sounded a lot like him, but in a lot of ways, she was on her own. Let's go ahead and roll it here, Jimmy. I was I was mentioning to you the Don Henley song, Dirty oh, right, Laundry, right. right? Go ahead and roll it, Jimmy. And this is kind of her take. A lot of people remember it. We're not going to play the whole thing, obviously. Sure, sure. We'll just play a little bit for you to get a feel for right. her take on Dirty Laundry, the old Don Henley hit. This is Lisa Marie Presley. Isn't that something? Yeah. We'll get to the chorus here. That's not bad, is it? I like it better than the, other, the original. <laughs> the, the I've never you. been a fan of the original. Thank I, you, I like that. Wow. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. And uh, so, <laughs> so she did all right with that. I mean, she was never a mega music star like her daddy. There's never been, there'll never well, be no, another one like her daddy. You know? yeah. But yeah. she wasn't trying to be him. She wrote... She wrote so much music out of the pain of her life, kind of like you do with your poetry. Right, right. She wrote so much music out of that, and uh, or so many lyrics out of that, that uh, she had great talent around her to put it to music. I've been playing this morning, this song called Lights Out, where she talks about her family buried and gone in Memphis, and last time she was there, she noticed a space left for her mm, next to her weird, family. Weird, man. Isn't that haunting? That is. And the song's like 20 years old. Gives you goosebumps, man. It really does. The well, whole hopefully does. she's at peace now. And- right. They're all, you know, they're all, they're all reunited. That's right. <laughs> well, okay, so we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're, we'll talk a little bit about the, the Biden stuff. Oh, man. You want to go in that direction? <laughs> I listened to you yesterday uh, when I left here in the, in the press conference. Wow. Let, let's give your take when we come back, because you were going off on the press conference yesterday, which was just a farce. Yeah. It was stupidity. Yeah. And so was KJP's. 
press conference. Hers was a was. Oh, she's she's. I, was, I don't know why she even is allowed to keep her gig. It man. was awful. Yeah. So we'll take terrible. a break. More where Rima coming back. KTSA. Hey guys, I'm Albert Cantu with Roof Fix. So this is a big, big day for you. <laughs> huh? This is huge. Well, I, I'm going to my this this fancy place I go to get my beard trimmed and my hair's cut and they give you a little back massage at the end That's and nice. a hot towel treatment and all that stuff. Because it's payday. Eagle going to fly today, man. <laughs> it's payday. Eagle going to fly. I got paid, man. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to go get my beard trimmed at a fancy place. Now, you know what we were talking about because I keep mine a little bit shorter than you. Right. Not I keep just mine let a lot mine go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and Don, what does Don do? He's, he's still, got a goatee. Yeah, he's got the goatee, but it's a long one. It's a, it's fairly long. It's not as long as Chip Roy's. Chip is letting his go, baby. Have you seen that lately? We're talking about your facial hair, Don. Yeah. <laughs> Chip is going to, it's just a Friday, so we're just, you know, kind of easing into the stroke here. But Chip is going to have to braid his soon, man, because it's like four inches like down Lou, here. What's that guy, Lou Albino, the old wrestling guy? You'll have oh, to yeah. start braiding Cap- it. Captain Lou. Captain Lou. That's man. it, man. That's it. <laughs> I'm a big rubber band. I was asking you. I was asking you. And this is really exciting radio, but why not? The, I was asking you if you seen or used like all the beards. Jimmy, do you use the beard stuff? You don't like the they. they beard, Jimmy, I got, we well, all, I got all of us a, have one. Elaine, do you have a beard? Hold on. Let me oh look at her. Oh my god. I, okay, she. Does. I got a. Uh, I got some beard butter. It's called yeah. beard. I've butter. seen that. Is that like an oil or something to keep it down? It's like a cream. Yeah, oh, that you okay. work into your beard. And I it, comb you out can, it. You can. You can then yeah. kind of mold it to a little. Do you, do you use anything like that? No. See, and I, I, I've never. It's this is a recent phenomenon. But when I go, you know, to the men's section to buy my deodorant and stuff like that, right? They got all shelves and shelves of beard stuff. They're, they're popular now. You got yeah. wearing big beards is a is a is a big deal right now. It's right. trendy. The, the ZZ top. I'm an influencer. I, 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 it's it's all because of me. No, no, I grew my beard because out of Billy now. Gibbons. No, no, it, it, <laughs> you you can take Billy the credit. Billy No, no, it's me. I okay. started the beard trend. Oh, sure no. you did. What started I'm that, it? I'm that influential. What started uh, right. it is you know guys just too lazy to shave. That's, well, that's what you said you did. Pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. I just you know at one point I'm, I was like you know I hate shaving. Right. It's a drag. So uh, like I'm trying to streamline my existence. You know, my deal is uh, my beard is white, but my hair is still brown. Right. And people ask me all the time, why do you dye your hair and not your beard? <laughs> they ask you that? <laughs> they ask me. No, seriously. Oh, wow. I've gotten emails from people. Why you know, do you dye your why hair, you and, dye not your your hair and not your beard? Why don't you go ahead and die? If you're going to dye it, dye everything. I don't dye anything. I, man, I'm too. I, there's no way. I, you're lucky to get deodorant out of me. You know what I mean? I ain't dying squat. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 dudes who dye their hair, I never really got that because you can always kind of tell. You know what I mean? Like guys who dye their hair, you can tell. For you know sure. what I mean? My That's mom sure. thought I was dyeing my hair because the beard was getting gray, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, you you don't color your hair?" See, like See, no, the deal, yeah. I get the same thing, man. Yeah. It's too yeah. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, call us up and tell us about your facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your calls <laughs> about your own facial about hair, about your facial hair, right? And and women, you go to the head of the line. We really want to hear. I, about know, I saw this woman at Walmart the other day. I'm kidding. No, it's true. <laughs> it's that dark mustache. I had a teacher. My second grade teacher was that way. Had a mustache. Yeah. Uh. All right. So um, let's talk about Joe and, and the documents. Uh, wow. Been, been saying all morning this morning. There are now three, and there are more out there, guys. And if anybody deserves a raid on Carlago. <laughs> Car-a-lago. 
It's not going to happen. See the picture they're putting up with the, of the of the open garage door yeah. with the Corvette. And ugly, they got a ugly Corvette. Well, yeah, they, but they ugly. got a circle around where these documents were. Well, that's they're, where they there were. They are, right there in the corner. And oh Joe my said, God. I, "I thought that was a stroke of genius by the deuce yesterday." And here's why: this is journalistic genius because Joe has his script, right? Right. And he's supposed to stick to the script, and they wrote the script to say we are cooperating right. fully with the Department of Justice, and I don't even know what's in the documents, right? Okay, we believe you, Joe. And and you used to drive an 18-wheeler. Right. So we believe you. But anyway, uh, Peter Ducey yesterday said, hey, man, what were you thinking? Jimmy, were let's, you thinking? let's play it. Because I'm excited th- about electric school. That's not it. That, that's another <laughs> that's one we're going to do another time. That's not Ducey. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm not going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon, but as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay, so it's not like I'm sitting there. Watch this. So the material was in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Okay, so that's the stroke of genius, because what Ducey got him to do there, this is important. Right. He got him to admit that they were there. Next to the Corvette. Right, right. So now we know, and uh, he, he admitted that, and anybody with a two-cent garage door opener and access to Google can open garages. You can oh, drive yeah. around your own neighborhood and open everybody's garage if you want to. And then they said, and, and this is fascinating as well, because he allegedly didn't know this stuff was there. Correct. But then he says, and some of it was in my personal library. That's correct. And that's when Well, they, how did he know that if well, he didn't know the damn things were there? Absolutely. See, he, he is lying. Yeah, right? Absolutely. He's lying, and but but see, it's not going to matter because here's first of all, they're not going to raid his house because he's one of them, right? They don't raid the swamp. Doesn't raid the swamp. The swamp doesn't go after the swamp. The swamp's leaving this this whole her guy. That, oh, it's God. been a Robert her. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. He's going to come out with a report that says, "Nah, we ain't going to worry about it." They're they're going to apply the Hillary standard, and the Hillary standard was, you know, she actually destroyed top secret documents, yeah. destroyed them. Oh yeah, she actually, <laughs> when the FBI said, "Give us your cell phones," she took a hammer to her own cell phones and beat them to death, right? So the FBI couldn't get them. And then Jim Comey, because he's in the swamp, said, "Well, she didn't mean to do anything wrong, right. so we're not going to prosecute her." Because that's a that's an argument. And they didn't mean to rob the liquor store, right? So they're going to do the same thing. That they did to her, they're going to do the same thing to Biden while they're going after Trump, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, re- remember, those guys were on MSNBC, Democrats on MSNBC saying Trump should be killed, <laughs> executed for having those documents. Well, I'd be mean, driving in and I hear ABC News, and again, they're talking about Biden, but half the story's about Trump. Uh, unlike uh, Donald Trump, who had many you know, hundreds of documents... You know, they had everything, it always downshifts into Trump and, and how worse it was what he did. Every single piece, man, except for Fox News. Well, but wait. That 3 o'clock show, which is horrible. Which one's that? That's Neil Cavuto. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's awful. But I watched it all day yesterday to get all the coverage. Right. And the same thing happened with Brett Baer. They spent their entire time on that 3 o'clock show and the 5 o'clock show saying, now we have two presidents under investigation. Yeah. Two pre- The story They're, had nothing to do with Trump. Trump's done. It's over. No, The story has nothing to do with him. Yeah. The story right now is about Joe Biden, but even Fox News, <sighs> Brett Baer, and, and Neil Cavuto kept saying overnight, now two presidents are under Now two pre- we have two presidents. And they kept showing them right. both instead of saying, 
This is what we're dealing with in the moment. Fox is really kind of showing its uh, its skirt there uh, over the past few weeks. That's the kids. Haven't you noticed that? That's the kids. The kids. The kids. What do you mean? Murdoch's kids have taken over, and they're running the show, and they're very liberal. Well, I've just noticed, you know, Hannity, uh, you know, during the the, uh, Speaker of the House stuff. Uh, now, what you're saying with Cavuto and, and Brett Baer and uh, Brett Baer's coverage at the midterms was kind of wonky. So, you know, they're really, uh, I, it does appear that they're being a little bit more liberal, at least the, the older guys. I wouldn't say that's true of Gutfeld or Waters, but. Uh, but or Tucker. Uh, or Tucker. No, certainly not Tucker. But see, but those, those guys noticed. are kind of untouchable, right? Right. It's these other guys that they can lead around, and these other guys are being led around by Lachlan Murdoch, and, and the, there's a woman that's running the the CEO that they put in charge. Right. And they're very liberal. Right. Very right. liberal. Well, people. apparently. Yeah. But anyway. So nothing's uh, going to happen. I, you know, yeah, Robert, her, Merrick Garland looked like, you know, he just read a script. Right. Uh, and got the hell out of there. Uh, introduced the guy. I mean, the 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 takeaway I had is he he had all this information brought to him. I think by another attorney, and uh, then that guy retired mysteriously. Did you pick up on that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, because I'm like, well, why did you get that guy to do it? Right. If this is the guy that's been finding all this stuff from day one, and then he just mysteriously retired. Now I get this new guy, uh, this other guy, Robert Hurd, this other federal attorney. Uh, it's just, I don't know, that to me seemed a little weird. Well, all you need to know on this, too, all, all the American people need to know about Merrick Garland on this, is he's known about this since November. Yeah. And he's only now appointing somebody to look into it. Right. He knew about it when he appointed somebody to look into Donald Trump. Yes, For the he exact did. same thing. He knew about this. He wasn't going to do squat until his hand was forced. Right. He's a political hack. He's part of the swamp. He's been a part of the swamp for a long time. And that's why he's not going to do anything. It's not no, going to happen. Th- th- yeah. I, 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 Don't get I, your hopes up. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, there's still, we can always talk about the idea of if this is how they get him off the, you know, from running again. That's a possibility. They may uh, say that that's, you know, that there, here's our reason why he shouldn't run. Could be. Uh, so I, you know, it kind of plays well into that. But I don't know. You know, I, I, I really don't think anything serious is going to happen at all. Nope. You know, <laughs> it's and, and it's highly illegal what he did. Highly illegal. When you think about it, yes, it's very, uh, no, uh, you cannot have those documents where other people can see them, especially people that Hunter Biden was taking, you know, Hunter says he owned that house at 2018 right? and had full access to that house. Well, the people that Hunter runs with had access to those documents. Right, right. And God knows who else had ac- access to those documents, including our enemies, but they're not going to do it. We anything. still have this Chinese individual. We have no idea who they are. Well, you got Kathy going Chung. In and going in and out of the uh, office. You got Kathy Chung, who was appointed as Joe's right-hand lady, special assistant to Joe. Right. She was appointed by Hunter. <laughs> Hunter went and got her and recruited her. Right. And and she had access to all this stuff, too. So wow. it's, it's, it is a total mess. Anyway, yeah. quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, I've told you many times before, year after year, Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels is the number one volume sales Ram truck dealer in Texas. Well, now you can make that 10 years in a row. <laughs> An entire decade of Ram truck leadership and dominance. And right now, they're starting the new year strong with a Start to Something New sales event where you can get low 2.9% financing for sales. 72 months on all new Ram 1500 trucks. You can choose from their biggest inventory in years with more arriving all the time. So if you don't find what you want on the lot, you can reserve one that's on its way or you can custom order to your exact specs no matter which way you choose. 
you're going to get uh, something new, uh, start something new, sales event uh, discounts in addition to their low posted prices all the time at Blue Bonnet. I've told you many times how I love these folks up at Blue Bonnet, how attentive they are, how easy they are to do business with, and how you're going to get great care when you buy from Blue Bonnet. Get great selection, low posted prices, 2.9% financing for 72 months with approved credit on all new Ram 1500 trucks. Now is the time to shop in person, online, or by phone by taking that short drive to New Braunfels. Discover the savings at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram, where price is the difference. Hi, you- it's Laura, Mrs. Electric. On Funky Friday. Hey, get your funk out. I am. I'm going to get my beard trimmed. I'm, <laughs> you know, that's about as funky as it gets for you. Some funk in my beard. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, no telling what's in there, right? God knows. No man. telling what they're going to find. Things living in there. I don't know. <laughs> Seven thirty-eight. Where in Rima and KTSa? Uh, well, let's see. What was I going to hit up here? First off, we I know we have the audio of Kamala Harris. She was in, was it Michigan. She was in <laughs> yeah. where she was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's the, the thing is she's not only full of crap. She's not only prone to just spewing gibberish she's starting to repeat some of that gibberish some of the gibberish she laid on us yesterday she said before mm-hmm. the venn diagram thing now was a little different mm-hmm. do we know I, I i didn't have the story up i'm trying to remember why it. she was there um she's talking about transportation yeah she, she was she was there with the secretary of energy jennifer granholm and a professor right. from oh. from Michigan, and right. they were talking about further efforts to combat climate change, the Univers- climate crisis. Right. University of Michigan, right, yeah. right, climate climate change mm-hmm. bull crap. Right. Do we have the audio of that? Yeah, sure, we can roll that. I'm excited about electric school buses. I love electric school buses. Oh. I just love them for so many reasons. <laughs> Maybe because I went to school on a school bus. Raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus. What are you? Right? What is she, nine? So, here's the thing. Yeah. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Can you raise your hand if you That's love a yellow school bus? a few months ago. Bus, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's something about the, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus. <laughs> Where the hell else would you go? No, let, hey, check this out. So she, she's hung up on these Venn diagrams. I love that Venn I could, diagrams. Yeah, she I do. loves Venn diagrams. They, the, these are they're circles, you know. They're, st- they're well, circles. It's the three circles and where they intersect. It's been used for a long time. Listen to this. I love, <laughs> I do. I love Venn diagrams. So, See what I'm saying so, the, is nerdy. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the three circles, and you can do more. Nobody says a Venn diagram has to only be three circles, right? Wow, this is I incredible. I mean, and, and you you can go back. You know, a couple of months ago, she was talking about the Caribbean islands, and she said. In the Western Hemisphere, that's where the Caribbean is, and we are also in the Western Hemisphere, and they are our neighbors. See, they 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 sort of need Joe to at least finish out this term. They they got to. Man. They don't want him to run again. They in a pickle, but they got to have him finish because man, they don't want that sitting in the Oval Office. Well, then there was Ukraine, and oh, God. she said. Ukraine is a country in Europe, and it exists next to another country called Russia. Russia's a bigger country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine, so basically that's wrong. I mean, it would Brilliant. be it would be one thing, Sean, if she were speaking to children like like first graders and trying to explain to a first grader about Ukraine or about school buses or about, but she's not. She's giving a formal speech as the vice president. Two adults when she says these, these things. Grown-ass adults. Well, I, I've told you my theory on her. 
and I'll repeat it really quickly, okay? I, I, California is so woke and liberal that I think she got away with stay, saying stupid crap all the time. But nobody called her out on it. Probably applauded and said how freaking brilliant she is. She gets to the big show now. She's national. And everybody realizes just what a dumbass she is. She's incredibly stupid. Willie Brown had her covered up. Um, But inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Uh And then to make the possible... Yeah. Actually happen. Wow. Make the possible act. Hey, yeah. would you people start making the possible actually no, happen? But you know what this is? <laughs> this is the classic somebody who doesn't have a brain trying, and she's, she is, she's the scarecrow. She doesn't have a brain. Or was it the scarecrow? <laughs> it that scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's trying to impress people. Right? She's she trying thinks to, she sounds great. That's what I'm saying. She's trying to impress people, make them think that she has this great intellect. When she just sounds like she's bat stuff crazy, man. That's you know, it. you're so racist. You well, probably you probably hate Venn diagrams too, don't you? I do. <laughs> and I hate I, algebra. I love Venn diagrams, buddy. And I hate I algebra. And I hate yellow school buses. Don Morgan's head reminds me of a Venn <laughs> diagram. Right. <laughs> He's not paying attention. And I hate I, yellow yeah. school buses. And I hate yellow school buses. I'm don't, okay with the Caribbean. Raise your hand if you hate yellow school that buses. That would be me. And I, I'm you okay racist. with the Caribbean. You hate women and you hate black people of too. Of course. Don't well, you? no, that's you. That's you. You, I'm okay with women. I'm okay with black people. But in fact, I knew a black woman one time. So there you go. Sat next to me in class. Her last name was Ware. So here's another story. Uh-huh. Don mentioned this to me yesterday. And so you know, you know how we know our phones are listening to us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much figured that one out. So Don and I were talking yesterday about 4.30 in the morning. And he was talking about this hotel where these migrants, these illegal immigrants are being housed, and they're destroying this hotel. Right. It happens to be somebody that he knows. <clears throat> so on my phone, on my news feed, comes all these stories about these hotels. Oh, man. So check this out. An employee at Roe, one of the New York's best-known hotels, right. is now a whistleblower. His name is Philippe Rodriguez, and he put out a video with photos of illegal immigrants, and they are trashing, trashing these hotels where they are staying. And he's showing it. They're coming in. They're being drunk all day. They're drinking all day. They're smoking pot all day, consuming other drugs all day in these hotels. Right. This guy's got the video evidence. He's showing it. You Sorry. Right? <laughs> you messed up dropped, on my, he dropped your mic. messed up on my mic there. They are, there's <laughs> domestic violence. In other words, right. uh, men are beating women. And they're having sex, like in the middle of the hallway. Oh, God. In, in, on the stairs. Uh, in the common areas, you know, like in the lobby, right. there's a couch, and they're just having sex in the open there. Um, the taxpayers are putting out good food every day, good quality food for them to eat. They de- they're not eating it. They want to go to McDonald's. They want right. to go over here. They want to go get the junk. And so we're giving, we, taxpayers, are giving them money to go do that. And when the food spoils in the middle of the hotel, well, then they throw that out. God. And they put new food in there at our expense while we're paying them to go get their McDonald's as well. In fact, they have no expenses at all. Right. And Philippe said, they said they don't like it, the food. And so all this food is going to waste. This is insane. He said employees have lost control over the hotel. The migrants own the hotel now. They are completely in charge, he says. The form in which they keep their room is horrendous. They don't clean their rooms. They're hoarding everything they can find and just stuffing it into the hotel rooms, destroying this hotel. There's no accountability. 
He said uh, he's struggling to pay for his car and his gas and electricity bills, but the migrants have no bills whatsoever because taxpayers are paying everything for them. The government of the United States is handing them carte blanche to pretty much do as they wish. They go in and out at will. There's all kinds of sickness. There's chicken pox. There's COVID. There's measles spreading all over inside these hotels. Lord. And nobody is speaking out against them because nobody wants to say anything negative about the illegal immigrants that are destroying these hotels. But it's happening. And what What's happening now is some of these hotels are having to shut down completely and go out of business. Well, I, can, I would imagine. Because these folks are so destroying the hotels that people are going on Yelp and Google reviews and writing a terrible review about the hotel, and the hotel doesn't have any business. Well, And they are businesses. This is of course. A, you have to make money to, make the ho- to operate the hotel. That's exactly right. And I, they're just stuffing them with these people, and I've heard this before, where they're just destroying these places. Just tearing it up, man. Tearing you it know, up, not and taking nobody's care of it. doing a damn a damn thing about it. Nobody, nobody, and they don't have any. The, here's the deal: they don't have any skin in the game, right? right? So if you're having to pay for something, then you will take care of it, right? Right, sure. But if you're not paying for it, if the government's paying for it, meaning the taxpayers are, what do you care? So they're destroying everything in these rooms, destroying <sighs> them. It's it's heart heartbreaking for the folks who are employed by these places. Yeah, like this guy. You know, I mean, can you imagine? Being an employee of a hotel that this is going on in. Or an I mean, owner. How to, or an owner. And they can't do anything about it. They're stuck. We have some here, I think, that uh, uh, well, we had some migrants in. It's interesting that you bring that up, because if you remember a couple of years ago, Ron yep. took over a hotel in downtown to put yes, all these folks in. And I haven't done it yet, but maybe I will take a little cruiser on by and see how things are going. I haven't done it, so I don't know what you the should. conditions are, but just check it out and see what's going on over there. I, I remember this now. Remember yeah. it? So, you know, this, this is, it, it, we've heard this story before. I mean, uh, from other, I mean, it's, I'm glad we have somebody from inside one of these places finally saying something. But we've heard stories of just the destruction uh, that, uh, that uh, these hotels undergo and these people are put in there. And again, they don't have to pay anything. No, no, they're not. They're not buying their food. They're not buying their clothing. They're not buying the phones. We are. And, right. And so they can destroy it and tear it apart, and they have no responsibility whatsoever, and nobody's... I mean, imagine this. This guy had to like kind of walk around with his cell phone hiding it because he became a whistleblower. So, you know, he, he would get in trouble, if sure. possibly fired for right, exposing right, right. this. But still, you know, he's so compelled. Oh, he had to. Because, you know what, he's not going to have a job at some point anyway. Correct. Because if that continues, that guy will have to close down that hotel, Absolutely. and that guy will be out of a job. These places are being trashed. So, yeah. in a sense, he's probably trying to save his own job. Might. By letting people know what's going on. Good. All right, quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. When you change your oil the next time, and I hope you're on a regular schedule for that, please ask the guy who changes your oil to do the BG service with BGFinestShop.com. You get the finest uh, uh, protection for your vehicle, no matter what it is you drive. People ask me sometimes, they say, hey, I hear you talking about that BG. Can I use it in my Chevy truck? Can I use it in my Ram car or, you know, my Ram truck? Can I use it in my, my Ford uh, pickup? Whatever. They ask me that all the time. Of course you can. You, it, you can use it in anything. Well, Trey, I got a diesel. Yep, you can use it in your diesel. It's good for that as well. It protects the inside of the engine so your engine lasts in a long, long time. It really is maximum protection that you can buy for your vehicle. Now, that's the one that goes in the engine. They have also a uh, fuel system treatment that cleans every square centimeter of the fuel system that provides better power for you and much better fuel economy. Find a shop to install them. All of them have it, by the way. Any of them that change oil, they've got it. 
bgfindashop.com. When you want the best, when you want a metal roof, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what day it is, right? What day it is? Well, Stevie Wonder going to tell you what day it is. It's the 13th. <laughs> uh, not just the 13th, but it's Friday the 13th. Are you, are you superstitious? So sing it, Stevie. Very superstitious. <laughs> that's, my, that's your answer right there. Are you? Are you? Did that, it, it is, I didn't realize until I got here. It's Friday the 13th. I don't want no black cats. I don't want no salt over the shoulder. I ain't going to walk underneath any ladders today. No way, baby. <laughs> ain't going. No, I'm not at all. I'm not. Yeah, at all. I'm not either. It seems kind of silly, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not at all. Doesn't, remember that? I used to do and this. Is going to, and I'll tell you the holidays. This is kind of a jerk that I am. Uh, remember the old Walden bookstores where they had the ladders on the wheels? Loved them. I used to walk under those just to freak people out. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe that's why my life sucked in some ways. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's no really seriously. I, I not at all. Yeah. I'm not I, now I do have I do have things that I do and I don't do, but that's more just more of a habit, right? Than, right. than it is because I'm afraid something's going to happen. Uh, Dennis Foley will like this. It's National Gluten Free Day. Okay, good. It's National Rubber Ducky Day. Oh. He got a rubber ducky. Uh, uh, no, I used to. I got a rubber ducky. Mm. Uh, it's National Blame Someone Else Day. It's your fault. Well, this is policy within our, our current administration, so they should really wrap their arms around this one. Democrats, this is your day. That's National good. Blame Someone Else Day. <laughs> really? It's National Catherine Day. Hi, Catherine. So go give a Catherine a big old squeeze. <laughs> ew. It's ew. All right. It's also... <laughs> it's enough of that. It's National Sticker Day. Sticker? Yeah, National Sticker Day. So get some stickers and, I don't know, stick oh, them on something. Okay. I was going to ask, stick who? Stick who? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? No, no, sticker. Sticker. So stick, put stickers. See, I got stickers on. I put stickers you on You put everything. stickers on your car. I got stickers on my clipboard. I got stickers on my car. Yeah. I like stickers. Uh, <laughs> I, you, you know, I used to. I'm not that much. I don't I don't put them on the car anymore. I just don't. I just like stickers. I like putting stickers on my car so I everybody knows it's my damn car. So you're not superstitious about no. it being Friday the 13th. Nah. I could care. Jimmy, you superstitious at all? No. Don, you super... No. See, no. Elaine, you see... No. No. I guess, I, it, it, it doesn't I really... I grow out of well, it, I guess. It, 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 I am kind of with numbers. Are Number, you? Yeah, numbers will... Free, if a, a sequence of numbers adds up to something that I feel is, you know, unlucky. So that's more numerology <laughs> yeah. then, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't... Wow. I, so, that kind of freaks me out a Are little. you freaky about, uh, like, uh, floor 13 that, you know, you never have a 13th floor in a hotel, or... Um, six six six. Yeah, I've Number actually I've gone to a store and had that come up and buy like a Reese's cup real quick, <laughs> just to make it not six yeah, six. I don't want, six. It's like a pack of gum, I don't care. Jimmy, you are. <laughs> Tell us about it. You you what now? Oh, exactly what he what Don said. You'll if buy it's more six six six. I buy something else or to put make something it. back on the shelf. I don't really need this. This stays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it doesn't matter if it rings up as that. I'll buy a pack of smokes. I don't care. A pack you of know, smoke. Smoke. <laughs> smoke. Just to get rid of it. That doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm sure that if the devil wants to take me out through a hot dog at Circle K and a, and a, and a couple of coffee yeah, drinks. Yeah, we'll eat a few more and you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. What am so I saying? going to get yeah. you. Exactly. Maybe. That's what I had yesterday. Hot dog? Yes, I did. I had me a cauliflower pizza. It was a pizza made with cauliflower. How was it? 
It's all right. It wasn't so too bad. Yeah. I overcooked it a little, though. We were at Costco doing our thing, and yeah. since we were there, there was this dog, and so I ate it. I, I ate the dog. Oh, a guy came up to me at Circle K last night when I was getting some gas. Yeah, Angel, how you doing, man? Uh, thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Yeah, thanks for listening. Nice. All right. We appreciate it. Quick well, break, one word. They know where to find you. Yes, they, <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging at the Circle K. Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme at KTSA. Are you a person of gratitude or ingratitude? KTSA and FM 1071. So this is kind of obligatory. So there was a special prosecutor appointed yesterday. His name's Robert Hertz. So take a look at Joe Biden's uh, continuing saga of, hey, look, here's another one. Hey, look, there's another one. You were in your office a while ago, and I knocked on the door, and I said, hey, you got any uh, secret documents in there? <laughs> I'm waiting for him to like walk out, and there's a secret document stuck to the bottom of his shoe. Right. You well, know what I mean? it probably is. So. He and, should be in jail, man. Well, that's right, but it's not going to happen. They're they're going to just blow this off. This yeah. this guy is just a mere formality. We know that because uh, Merrick Garland did nothing until yesterday no. when he's known about this since the beginning of November. Right, right. And he, at that time, he appointed a special prosecutor to, well, like I said earlier, you had Democrat people inside the administration, outside the administration, former administration members, former people of Congress, Democrats, who were on television on MSNBC and those other channels saying Trump should be executed. Executed. Oh, he's the worst thing ever. They're still talking about it. I mean, every every time you see a story on the Biden thing, half the story is about Trump and how, oh, it's so much worse with Trump. Oh, he had hundreds <coughs> of documents. That's much worse. So uh, so that, there you go. That, that's just kind of the obligatory, let's look at this. If anything well, new happens with it, we'll talk about it. But right now, that's it. I mean, that's yeah, what's going on. Yeah, this guy was a, a U.S. attorney in, in Maryland for right. a number of years. Well, he's and, a Trump uh, supporter, right? No, well, he's not. No. <laughs> not a Trump supporter. But that's no. what they were trying to say. Yes, Come on. It? And, 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 and ha- Hank <clears throat> Johnson, the guy who said that Guam was going to flip over he said yesterday trump <laughs> trump planted these documents all oh, right right i right. did i really think that, 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 that well joy behar said the same thing that, that trump's, trump's driving around a u-haul of course <laughs> these are the same people that felt that he uh in the beast had attacked his own uh, uh yeah. you know uh, secret service guy on the way on, on january 6th yeah they'll believe any freaking thing man so anyway they'll say some more stupid stuff today and uh, they'll lie and that's what you just need to know the swamp is not gonna the swamp is not gonna indict and go after the swamp it's no. not gonna happen no there are two different justice systems that uh, operate in this country right and uh they live under the other one that you know where nobody goes to jail nobody ever gets convicted of anything <laughs> you know and uh this guy robert Hur looked about as feckless as you could po- i mean nah. nah not i mean it didn't even say anything nah. he didn't it didn't say did he say did he speak he didn't speak no yesterday. he didn't know i didn't he see just him. stood there i didn't even come to the post i didn't that yeah, wasn't Matt him garland came out no that, he, robert Hur was there that was that him yeah. next to him it oh, looked yeah, like somebody yeah. different no, that was Robert Hur. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was him. And uh, and uh, and him or her? <laughs> well, these days, who knows? <laughs> and uh, uh, Merrick Garland read his prepared statement. Uh, her standing next to him, and then they both leave. They didn't say anything. Um, over in Congress, uh, Kevin McCarthy said, you know, because he kicked Eric Swalwell off the Intelligence Committee, right? And he said. If you would have received the FBI briefing about Eric Swalwell that I received, he wouldn't even be in Congress. Wow. Are you kidding right. me? There's no reason for him to be on any committee, much less the Intelligence Committee. Right. He can't get an FBI clearance. He can't. No. 
But yeah, he had sex with a Chinese spy, man. Over and over again. <laughs> over and over again. Why would you want that guy on any intelligence committee? And, and that's where that's where Pelosi had him. So Kevin McCarthy kicked him off and was uh, right. talking about that. The other thing that's going on is the people, the Democrats in the House, they're back to their same old games, you know, beating the whole racist thing. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee is uh, with about 32 other Democrats filing legislation for reparations and a national apology because slavery is still going on in America. White guys are still enslaving black guys oh, to this very day. It. Where? Right. <laughs> Where? The NFL. The NFL, <laughs> right. Right. The NBA, right? Oh, my God. So anyway, that's over there. And then a dozen House Democrats also proposing an amendment to the Constitution. Here we go. To allow 16-year-olds to vote. 16-year-olds. <laughs> I think 18's too young. I, I do, too, actually. I think, I think you're still a dumbass at 18. Well, it, it, it used to be true, but now, these days, an 18-year-old... These are the same people... That, 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 wrap your mind around this. You're, if you're 16, you're smart enough to vote. When you're 4 or 5, you're smart enough to change your gender if you, if you so desire. But at neither age are you responsible enough to own a weapon, a handgun, right? You can't, or you, you know, smoke a cigarette, or smoke a cigarette, or drink buy a beer, of booze, right? So run that by. They just want as many people to vote for them that they think will vote for That's them right. as possible. That's and exactly they, who that and is. Sixteen-year-olds, they feel are full of crap anyway. They are. They'll, they'll believe, well, most sixteen-year-olds are. They are. I was full of crap when I was sixteen. Tell, and eighteen, I, I, st- I think eighteen's too young. I, I, I really think twenty-one is too young. I don't think till you're like twenty-five. You haven't developed that frontal cortex, that lobe, and you, you, you're just a dumbass until about then. You got to you got to live, man. And you know how many guys do you know? And I I know a million of them. When you're 18 or 17, your daddy is real stupid. He's just the dumbest person on the planet. And then when you turn 18 or 19 and start paying your own bills and your own taxes, it's amazing how much your dad learns in a year. He becomes really, really smart. You get, you get the idea. Well, yeah, I, you know. I think uh, you, you, you don't really understand things until you're paying your own way. You got to live your life. I, you know, when I, for the brief time I was in college, uh, you know, I, I guess I would have called myself a liberal. Uh, between the ages of uh, 18 and 19, and I, I had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, right. I was completely talking out of my butt. And then uh, when you get out in the world, and then the world starts kicking your ass a little, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They, they go through that youthful liberal phase because it's cool, but then you, you get out in the world and you realize a lot of that stuff just doesn't freaking work. Right. <laughs> and that's not how life works. Uh, and the problem with a lot of our, our political elites is, in a sense, they went right from college to living in the political world, and so they've never themselves really been out there. You look at AOC and the crap about her being a bartender. You know, that, that chick has lived a great life. Uh, she, this is a chick who didn't even know what a garbage disposal was uh, until after she was elected to be a member of Congress. You know, this got a very expensive Tesla. Yes, the the younger gen, and you know, this may sound insulting to some people, but the the younger generation they're just starting much slower these days. Well, they start later. No, no, no wise thinking human being thinks it's smart for a sixteen year old to vote in presidential election. That's just dumbassery. Only people, right? Only people that think they got to get you know more votes. That's it. That's That's all it is. Democrats are always trying to cheat one way or the other. I'm glad you brought her up. Um, AOC, that right. is. She's in the news. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. With the, the gas stoves. And I will tell you what. You want to fight me, come try to take my gas stove out of my house. <laughs> right. You're going to get a fight. 
I'm going to fight you. Right. Uh, I'm going to fight you uh, publicly if you're going to try to change the standards, and I think that's what really is going to happen out of this. Where you got to, you know how how you got to flush four or five times your toilet now because it is no power, or when you try to shower now, it just tinkles on you. Right, right, you know? right. That's what they're going to try to do to gas stoves. Is they're going to try to limit the amount of gas that it uses and automatically turn on the vent hood so it gets the the stuff out of there. When all the gases are burned up, it's not hurting anybody. It's not harming anybody. This is a made up story, made up by by Richard Trumka Jr., who, whose dad ran the AFL CIO for years and was as corrupt as the day is long. Democrats funneled money through the AFL-CIO, oh, and yeah, Trump could yeah. turn around and funneled it right back to Democrats and paid for their elections. And now his son is over at the at the commission, and he's, he's totally obsessed with this. He is really, really obsessed with actually banning your stove. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's, you, you can't have it. You've got to take it out of your house. You know what? And I was telling you off the air, we went to HEB last night. Right. And eggs uh, for two dozen are, are thirteen dollars. Right. Uh, Twelve eggs are, are damn near eight dollars. Yep. Why don't you folks focus on that instead of you know gas burning stoves? Well, where did the, I mean it just kind of fell out of nowhere? The gas stoves now are the source of all evil in the world. When I when I printed that story out this morning, you know the note I made at the bottom of the the story was at that same moment I was reading how in the first three months of this fiscal year. More COVID has come into the United States than all of 2022. Yeah, right. Focus and they're worried about gas stoves. <laughs> gas stoves are, are, are on that, the agenda. That's the dumbassery. And so here comes AOC. She said, well, listen, uh, the, the reason I have a gas stove. Remember I was telling you about all the pictures? Yeah. And she's one, one of, of them. One has got a gas stove. Yeah. yeah. And she said, first of all, I rent. So that's why the I got a gas stove. do with anything? Move the hell out of that place. Go, go somewhere <laughs> where they got those little wire, circle wire things. You know what I'm saying? She rents. Go cook on that. <laughs> anyway, you, you want to wake up America, this will do it right here. Because they can't stop. Look, they can't stop the gas stoves. The people who have gas water heaters. Right. People who have gas furnaces. Right. People who have gas fireplaces. we got to get all that stuff out of your house because it's bad for the environment. You're killing Mother Earth. So you're going to have one hell of a fight on your hands. That's exactly well, what's going to yeah, happen. I, I just I don't know how this, this idea, uh, I guess it's all sort of born out of this idea of retrofitting stuff, you know. But if you're talking about somebody's water heater or you're talking about, I mean, fireplace. How, do you, how do you expect people to just magically replace that stuff? And what business is it of yours anyway? That's the <laughs> bingo. What business is it of yours? So this is the exact fight, right? Right. When you have the government that is supposed to be limited by the Constitution, they're going to tell you how to cook your food. Right. The government well, is getting in the business everything. of telling you how to cook your food. And well, make no mistake, that's what this is about. This is about control. It's not about oh, gas. Sure. There's no gas. Well, if you if they can tell you how to cook your food, at some point they're going to tell you what you can eat and what you can't they eat. They already are. Right. They well, I guess already they, are. And in so a sense, yeah. you just told me you went to HEB. There's hardly anything on the shelves. Oh, that's right. Well, so they, they already we're not, are. A lot of, we're not eating a lot of eggs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well. and the shell, Yeah, you're right, because that's the other thing I noticed. A lot of empty shelves. 
They're already telling you what you can eat. Yeah. And so. it's going to just continue to go and go we, and we, go. We really yeah. are becoming, you. the word you used earlier, a banana republic. You know, we're really becoming a third world asshole. I mean, uh, it's it's on the, we're, we're, we're there. Well, the banana, banana republic part comes when you look at what Merrick Garland is with the application of justice in America yeah. and they're pursuing right. their political enemy while giving their political friends a pass. That's that's bana- that is the definition of banana republic. Yep, that's exactly, that's how they operate, man. That's All where right. we are. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. KTS. Hi, it's Trey Wick. We're just swinging from the trees, running with the elephants, hanging out with the hippos. We're doing some jungle love. It's Funky Friday, yeah. <laughs> this is Prince. I mean, oh, I know. It's not I love Prince. Prince. It's, it's, it's more stay of the time, but it's, you know, Prince, oh, well, yeah, Prince yeah, wrote yeah. it and produced right, it. Right, right. Kind of like it did with Sinead O'Connor and nothing compares to you. Right. Ooh, what a good, and the Bengals. Oh, which one Manic was that? Monday. Manic Monday, right. All right, what you got? Kanye's married. Oh, is he really? <laughs> Yee? Is Yee. it Yee? Yee got married. Yee Yo Yang? I uh, got married oddly to somebody that looks a lot like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's her name? Sensori, what's her? Uh, tied the knot with 27, 27-year-old Australian. There you go. Bianca Sensori. What I'll say. Who is a natural brunette? She's got blonde hair. And I'll say Lassie. But uh, she's a natural brunette, and she looks a hell of a lot like Kim Kardashian. Well, they all do, don't they? And uh, she is his head of architecture, of course, for his clothing brand. Okay, I didn't involve. I didn't realize his clothing brand involved buildings and stuff i was wondering about that myself so does he build his own buildings and put his clothing in his buildings i have no idea but she's the head of architecture time to move on he says uh yeah he's he's moved on Mm -hmm. and uh he's he's married i i know this document thing with the president is people are saying it's a big story all right but we we needed to, this is the story. Kanye's freaking married, yeah. man. He's he's married, man. Should, he got married. We'll have to follow that one all day, all day long. Is Any it, up, updates we have from ABC News, yeah. Don Morgan? We want on uh, the marriage of Kanye. We need to go to those immediately. Need to break in with a Fox News alert soon because this is important crap, man. Kanye's married. He got I, married. I have another one like that. They didn't for even you. know. Our news department didn't even know. Did no. you? Well, you were unaware of this. Well, I was aware of it, but. I can't say I cared. Yeah. Well, bingo. It's, it's not going to be his last. You're, you're looking at me. Yeah. Because he's so bipolar that he'll be he'll be done with her in 10 days. He's cycling. Yeah. So he'll be he's done with cycling. her at the, at the end the, of the cycle. He's on the up curve. Yeah. Wait, we, don't know, and, we don't know if it's an actual person or a mannequin or something. Exactly. So just waiting to find oh, That's out. true, too. Real. Uh, is she covered up from head to toe like he's been doing lately? Yeah, who knows? Okay. No, they saw him in a restaurant uh, at the Waldorf, Waldorf Astoria in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And uh, eating food, and apparently they're 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 hitch. Okay, isn't that fascinating? So I got another one for you that's kind of like that. Um, not this heavy political stuff, but there's a surge in the number of senior citizens who are going to the ER in California because of marijuana use. Senior really? citizens. Well, you know, th- we're think talking about who se- they are. We're well, talking about seventies and eighties. These are people who were hippies back in the day. That would be about yeah. Well, exciting. that's exactly that's the why Woodstock they're going to the ER now. Check right. this out. So here's the deal. They were hippies in the 60s, right? And, right. They, and they got off the marijuana, right? And now that it's legal in California, they're back to trying it, except the marijuana has changed. It's a little more powerful than the hippie much stuff, man. Much more. Much more so they're powerful. So they're toking up like it's 1968, and they're what? <laughs> falling over. They have... 
Worse than that. Well, yeah. Uh, check it out. They, there's a stunning 1,800% increase in cannabis-related emergency room visits wow. among Californians 65 and up because they are partaking of the wacky weed. And there is widespread concern now. Dr. Michael Levine, Director of Medical Toxicology, UCLA Health, it corresponds to an overall increase in drug trends and increased marijuana use at their health uh, toxicology clinic at UCLA uh, they say that the problem is yes this is not your, your this is not your no, uh, it's not your daddy's pot it's a different strain of marijuana these days yes, yes it is and what's <laughs> happening is and you would know so um, what they're finding out is that these people are going over to like their grandkids house eating br- well, one woman went over there and ate a brownie Oh. And uh, ended up in the in the hospital on, with hallucinations. Oh my god! Well, the kid didn't tell well, Nana that it was a pot. No, <laughs> no, she just downed it. And the next Whoa. thing you know, she's in the emergency room going, yeah. "Hey, why is what that purple hell? elephant walking on the wow, wall?" That's a bad idea. Uh, suffering nasty falls because they're older people, so sure. they're falling down, stoned, and falling <clears> over. There's higher amounts of THC. Many elderly people who use marijuana when they were teenagers in their twenties back in the sixties have tried using it now. And the potency of THC is substantially higher compared to that time. It's not the same marijuana. All of a sudden, saying. all of a sudden, the brown acid isn't that bad. <laughs> they say uh, psychosis, delirium, paranoia, acute psychiatric system, uh, uh, symptoms, according to the Journal of the American Geriatric Society. Society. The old hippies better watch it now. Right. There's a different kind of weed out there yeah, these days. Don't, don't light one up with Nana this weekend. That's a bad <laughs> idea. You know, stay away from the edibles. <laughs> those are the ones, aren't they? That's what I hear is those edibles. They're the ones that are get well, you. you got the thing about edibles is, well, people eat them, and, and you don't know exactly. You know, that is kind a, of the definition. There right? could be a lot huh. of THC in one of those things, and you people start popping them like they're you know gummy bears. Well, they, you know, and all of a sudden, you've got a problem. Let's get the expert yeah. in here. Here's James Trevino. <laughs> we get, yeah, dope, we get a hold of Jimmy. We've got uh, the different milligrams is what it is. So now right. the edibles are getting up to as high as 100 milligrams. No. Oh, yes. Man. Yeah. Milligrams. Yes, they are. But, so, compar- but wait, you have to compare that for, for me. I don't get it. What, what is you, 100 milligrams in comparison? It's it's way too much. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Of, with experience. There's a dude who knows, man. He knows. So, I'm just it's way too high, man. It's way too high, man. So these people just need to take half. That's all. <laughs> Spoken like a true stoner. It's just way too much. It's way too much, dude. <laughs> now, let me ask you, Way Adam. too much, bro. <laughs> let me ask you. <laughs> there was a time when I didn't think that's, there was too much, but there was too damn much. I just so, <laughs> That's great. I love that. So do they come in different flavors? Oh, they're well, yeah. tasty as hell. That's the problem. <laughs> Dude, they're like gummies. <laughs> they have chocolates, gummies, and, and they make them. Okay, stoners can cook really well now, <laughs> and their chocolates practice. are amazing. And then people forget, and they eat another one, and all of a sudden they're two hundred milligrams in, and right. anxiety freaking out going to the knee. Then they get the, <laughs> they get the fear. We yeah, 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 just won. We had an all night news guy at Kona when I was there. And I was just a kid, man. I think I was 14 or 15, something like that, when I was working there. And he brought some uh, some cookies in one night. And he said, hey, man, come on in the newsroom because I got some cookies if you want a cookie. And I walked over, and I thought they were like, like chocolate chip. And I looked down, but there was like this grassy stuff coming out of the cookies. 
That's a rookie. That's me? a rookie move. You got to right. cook I, it down in the butter. I don't. I don't. Today, I know nothing about dope. I don't do it. I don't. I, do, I certainly didn't know about it when I was fourteen. And I'm like. What happened? Know, <laughs> Your cookies? Man. Did you drop them in the grass? Yeah. Or? Did you try one? That's some toasted oh, coconut. No. That's toasted coconut in there. Don't bother. I said no. I don't. That's all right. I, but you know, everybody I, works with that one guy. You know, my first job it was a dude named Carl, and I was warned day one. Whatever, whatever Watch Carl, Carl offers, dude don't take it. Carl. Whatever uh, Carl said, don't do it. I told you about, about my mentor, Bob, old Bob. Uh, uh, yeah. He would smoke in between songs out the back door of the engineering room, yeah. and uh, he's an old boomer hippie. And uh, the GM came in one day and said, uh, Bob, we, we found some seeds and stems on the board. Could you, is that you? And he goes, no, I, I clean mine better than that. <laughs> I don't have any stems or seeds in mine. I cook mine down. They might have been mine. I'm a pro. I think they were actually my seeds. Rhyme, I don't think it's me. So they come in lemon drop there, Jimmy, or what? Well, yes. Flavor you want, man. You would be amazed. Yeah, he'd be, and other things. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Wearing Rhyming coming up. i got to tell you about our friends over Foundation Support Specialists. That's foundationsupportspecialists.com. Have you had your foundation uh, inspected lately? Uh, what? No, no, never? Okay. Please get in touch with them, foundationsupportspecialists.com. Tell them I told you to reach out to them and have them come out to do a free inspection. They're not going to charge you for this, but they want to take a look at your foundation. We have serious foundation issues in our area. Our weather does it. The foundation, uh, the the, uh, composition of the soil, everything else can uh, create a foundation problem, uh, even foundation failure. And you get to that point, and now you've got a major problem with the structure of your home. And that's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to rebuild after that. Head it off at the pass by getting a free inspection of your foundation if there's nothing wrong, then they're going to tell you that. If you see some slight stuff that might need to, you know, some soil, any water of the soil or something like that, they can tell you about that too. But if you need major repair, these are the folks at foundationsupportspecialist.com. Need to sell your home on your schedule? So really, seriously, yes. she, would, she would have been better off. If she just would have come out, KJP to the press conference, and Karine said, Jean "Yeah," and said to everybody <clears throat> in that press room yesterday, "I'm not going to answer questions about this." So if if that's what this is going to be about, if all you're going to do is ask me questions that I'm not going to answer, say so now, and I'm going to go back to work over there, and y'all can go back to the station. That's well, what she should have done. It would be a lot more honest, you know, yeah. because what she does now is when the questions comes up, come up, whether it's didn't do see pissed her off, she gets all upset. Oh boy! And it's it's like, well, just tell them at the very beginning. This is obviously the big story. Yeah. This is obviously what most people are going to want to ask you. But they're about. not going to talk about it. She's not going to answer gonna questions. So just tell them. Just she, say, hey. She had nope. a script, yeah. and every time a question came up, she just read the script over right. and over again. So, you know, first of all, she should answer the questions. But since she's not going to do that, just say that at the beginning. I'm not going to answer your questions. And so if this is what you want to ask me about today, bye. Well, yeah, or bye. just, or just, you know, this we're not going to be answering any questions on that matter. But, but that was the only matter, right? There's nothing else. That, what right. else do you want to talk about? Exactly right. So, anyway, mm. uh, let, let's talk about South Carolina. I, I, I got several things to just run through. Sure. Is that yeah, cool? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, South Carolina, uh, are, are you carrying, by the way, are you, are you protecting yourself? You never know where you might be, like at a taqueria or somewhere like that, or at a Walmart. 
South Carolina, dude comes into a Walmart with a knife. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. He's going to do some damage with a knife, and he starts threatening people with a knife. Now, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we had the guy in a Walmart, or the woman in a Walmart, with a gun who took one of the workers hostage and right. was walking oh, out God, when yeah. cops came in and shot her dead. Right, right. So anyway, uh, but there was a military veteran who was there, and he grabbed a pole and went up and hit the guy upside the head with a pole, <laughs> Right, and the guy dropped the knife. It's amazing how that happens. It's amazing. When you get head, hit in the head uh, you know, with a large pole, how you'll immediately drop whatever's in your hand. Exactly right. Strange. Or, or when you get shot, you'll, when you get you'll shot, drop things, too. You tend to drop your, your own weapon. We, we, we live in a, you know, we call it the age of stupidity, the age of madness, all these things that we call, but it's actually an age of, of violence, too, and there's extreme violence out there that is just random violence it's not targeted it has nothing to do with you and uh and i carry now i i don't i don't try to tell other people what they should or shouldn't do in their lives mm. but uh i know for for me and mine I, i'm not going to go anywhere without it just not. well the, the, the what's scary is the randomness uh, of some of like these people get shoved onto the subway tracks mm-hmm. the or, problem well, or walmart or You're walmart. just shopping the problem with with a lot of the random stuff is you don't have any reaction time no you don't there's really not much you can do about it right. if if somebody comes up behind you and you have no idea they're there yeah you know, my wife gives me hell a lot because I, she says I'm not situationally aware. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of locked into my own thoughts a lot of time, and not I'm not me. really aware of what's going on around me. My head is on a swivel, and I sit with my back to the wall. I never right. sit with my back to the door. I right. never do. All right, so <laughs> now NTSB Chairwoman Jennifer Homedy is very concerned about electric vehicles <laughs> and the weight of electric vehicles. The weight. They weigh a whole lot more than a gas vehicle. Right. And so, because of the battery. Right. And so, uh, they're doing crash tests on electric vehicles, and it's wiping out the dummy. And they're very concerned that people who are driving in electric vehicles are going to get wiped out, but also the people they hit. Or who hit because them. these are very heavy, fast-moving vehicles. That's exactly right. And there's a lot of because of the battery. The right. battery weighs so much that these trucks now are going up to thousands and thousands of pounds, nine thousand, right. ten thousand pound truck. Good lord! Or even a car, and that comes railing into you at 65, 70 miles an hour. You're not going to survive. That. No, you're not. And that's not. They're very not. concerned about. It. I I saw a, a thing yesterday. I was digging a little bit further on electric vehicles. The actual price of a thirty-five thousand dollar Tesla is about ten grand, maybe a little bit less. When you talk about the car, you talk about the wheels, the tires, the right. seats, the steering wheel. The body, the paint—that's about that's a right around ten grand, maybe a little bit less. So the rest of that twenty-five or twenty-six grand is battery. The battery, which requires stuff you got to dig out of the earth to make, right? <laughs> and it requires which requires petroleum to dig that crap. Out it's of the, the largest earth. expense. It's, you're, it's the battery, right? The it, largest. Basically, well, the whole bottom side of the car is a battery. The I, whole I, bottom. Again, you know, I, I I don't see the electric car thing. The the, the the rhetoric that it's all about saving the planet. It does it's not a bunch do of that. Crap, man. Doesn't do that. If you want one, go get one. Well, yeah, but I mean, but you're not saving the planet. This is more <laughs> about control and and owning the. The energy industry in this country and owning you owning you because they're going to control they, they where you can go control the, the computer systems on these things they're going to do it it's going to happen you know i so i, I i'm not a fan <laughs> they're going to limit your movement right but, right you know if that's what you want that's your deal it's america uh andrea mitchell who's a nut job you know right on msnbc i saw i you saw got this that? story you uh, do it? where she interrupts the reporter yeah 
I was unaware of this, but uh, in May, I believe, uh, the Associated Press style book That's right. for journalists has said, uh, to you, instead of calling people pro-life or pro-choice, to use anti-abortion or abortion rights. In fact, the official uh, use the modifiers anti-abortion or abortion rights. Don't use pro-life, pro-choice, or pro-abortion unless yeah. they are quotes or proper names. So there's a reporter <laughs> on MSNBC, and the, I don't know if we if maybe we can get the audio a little later on, but uh, 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 he's talking about uh, Representative Nancy Mace, who's a Republican, and how she voted for these anti-abortion bills, and she described herself as, she, he says directly, she told reporters after the fact that at the end of the day, she was, as she described herself, pro-life, and uh, and Andrea Mitchell, the host, yeah. jumps in on the guy. Don't use that term. And starts telling him, let me interrupt and say pro-life is a term that uh, we're not supposed to use anymore. Right. Uh, it's not an accurate description, and the reporter's like, um, "Yes, it is." Well, that's that's how she described herself. <laughs> it was you a know? real awkward moment. It, yeah, if, if you've you seen it, it's, it's really weird. awkward. Yeah, and then he kind of sits there, and he's he's not sure whether or not he's supposed to carry on with it's his not, report. Right, right, right. And so she finally says, "Let's change the subject and talk about." They won't even talk about the story now. Let's talk about something else. It was very unprofessional, was man. Very, well, uh, that's that's her. Well, yeah, it's MSNBC. That's why their ratings are in the toilet. You know, but so yeah, you're not supposed to say pro-life or pro-choice anymore. Right, Andrea Mitchell. All right, so uh, just a hat tip and a a thought for Lisa Marie Presley, who died yesterday at 54. We don't know the cause of death. Um, Of course, a lot of people went right to the whole vax thing, and uh, I've been receiving emails from people. a missive that she put out a couple of years ago about taking the vax and how important it is for everybody to get vaxxed and all that kind of stuff. So people started thinking about it. We did We did have two football players and one baseball player <clears throat> die yesterday, and that right. influencer that on food TikTok. critic on yep. TikTok was 33 um, years of age. People are dying of, of heart conditions, apparently. Uh, hers was a cardiac arrest. We don't know. Uh, if what it was, um, you know, the, they say there were no drugs that were found there. That's that's good. Uh, she did not look good the past couple of times that she was out in public for her dad's birthday over the weekend. Right. And the, the I was Golden shocked, Globes. frankly. I yeah. hadn't seen her in a long time, and, yeah, and she did not, not look well. And been suffering for a long time uh, after her son's suicide a couple of years ago. So, right. Thoughts for, for Lisa Marie. Uh, she did a song probably close to almost 20 years ago, something like that. It's called Lights Out. Let's just play a little bit of it. In, in, in this song, you know, she talks about somebody turned the lights out in Memphis, and she talks about burial plots right. behind the house where Elvis and her grandparents are, and there's one left for her. Mm. Listen to this.
about to turn the lights out in Memphis. That's where wow. my family's buried and gone. Last time I was there, I noticed a space there in Memphis next to them in the damn backyard. Right, right. Wow. Mm. Quick break. More Warren Rhyme coming up. KTSA. Joe, I'm committed to getting into shape. Working out. Yeah, we were talking about music a second ago and entertainers with music. And, right. and Jimmy, you know about this, too, because you traveled around with a lot of these guys and did the thing. And, of course, Don knows everything about music. He's a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> yes, he is. Yesterday, he goes, yeah, and they played with the Yardbirds. Right. Jeff Beck and the Yardbirds and all that stuff. Um, so I was, I was watching uh, George Strait receive yet another award this week. Oh, wow. You know, wow. as if he didn't have enough. Uh, George, would you quit being such an award hog and let somebody else win whatever? What, what did he win? I don't even know what the award is. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But he's standing there holding it. It's, he's like in a ballroom somewhere. Right. And he steps to the microphone and he goes, I got to tell you a quick story. It's funny and true. He said, when I first signed with MCA back in 1981, they told me to take the hat off. <laughs> take the hat off. And he said, can you imagine if I would have taken the hat off and not worn my hat mm. when I was performing? And he said, the other thing was, I got with a producer, and we were making the first hour, second album, third hour, whatever it was, one of the early albums, and he said, the producer told me to change my name to, <laughs> to George, or let's see, it was, it was uh, Rocky Kane or something like Rocky that. Rocky Kane. <laughs> Rocky Kane. And I, you know what I thought of when George was telling those stories? Of course, you would have never known George Strait. Had he taken the hat off or right. had he changed his name, he would have never been what he's been. But I, you know what entered my mind? I thought about you. I thought about me and our love for outlaw music. That's how outlaw music got started. Waden and Willie said to those guys, I'm not listening to your crap. I'll do it my way. We're not, uh, yeah, we're not following no damn formulas. Right. We'll in fact, uh, and Waylon, I think, was the first guy who actually <coughs> insisted on using his own band for yes. recordings. Right. So anyway. Because they, in Nashville at that time, you had session players. Your band wouldn't play on your record. It still happens. Is it still happening? Oh yeah, man. oh yeah. Because he was like, "No, I'm using my band, or I'm not cutting it." No, you, st- you still, you <laughs> still play a lot of session wow. guys. Well, have a good uh, weekend. Thank you, sir. You too, fellas. Lane, talk to you all later. Bye bye. I love you, San Antonio. Here's my son, Justin Ware, with Brian Volante. I'll see you further up the road. Check is brought to you by